0: Star Bands What's that at the foot of my bed? It's spooky and kooky. I'm pretty sure it's dead. It's coming this way. Wait a minute. Hey, I'm ghosted. By Roz Dressfilez. me, please. Hey, boo. It's me, Roz drez How are you guys doing? Is everybody safe? Is everybody taking good care of yourself? I was just reading about mental health, and and I do think that, you know, just even with our lives being impacted the way that they are in, on an everyday basis, I think that we all are going through a little bit of trauma whether we think of it or not. So I hope that everyone's just, you know, focusing not just on your physical health, but your mental health as well. And, um, you know, I think it helps to take your mind off of the news. And, because <sighs> that certainly is scary. And let me tell you, I know a thing or two about spookiness. Um, so, hopefully, I can give you guys a little something to, uh, divert from all of the scary, scary news that's going on right now. Um, but you know, in many ways things are looking up, so that's good as well. Um, so today I can give you a break and talk about ghosts. And I have also done some mini episodes you might've noticed in the feed. Uh, I did mini episodes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and tomorrow I'll do one as well. And I'm just talking about all kinds of random stuff. I'm staying a little bit on on brand, this go around of many episodes. I did some, well, on Monday, I talk about two of my favorite shows that are new, which is Cursed Films on Shudder, which is a new series about films that have curses allegedly attached to them. And uh, Famously Afraid, which is uh, sort of like celebrity ghost stories, but a really great show that's... I mean, it's not brand new, but um, I finally sat down to watch it and I really enjoy it. And, you know, I love celebrities talking about spooky stuff. And even on today, I've got a celebrity friend, Busy Phillips, that I got to talk to about some of her paranormal experiences. So we'll listen to that uh, in just a little bit. But, um, oh, another mini episode I did that was real random was just uh, talking about, how terrified of snakes I am and I do apologize to the snake community and I hope I have not offended uh, snake owners or snake enthusiasts Um, but I do find them very scary. Hey you know I got a an email with a ghost story in it from a listener and I thought it would be a great one to read for this episode because something kind of similar happened to busy phillips that she'll be telling us about so this email came from amanda she says when i was growing up my best friend across the street lived in the oldest house in our small town it was a creepy place and i always felt a little uncomfortable there one summer day we were alone in the house playing hide and seek my friend took off to hide and a few minutes later I set off to find her. I looked upstairs, in her parents' room, in the laundry room. No dice. So I headed out to the screened-in back porch. There was a glass-paned door to my right that led into her brother's room. It was originally the back door to the old farmhouse and had been painted shut years ago. I clearly saw someone pressed up against the shade over the window. I yelled, I got you, bitch. Well, actually, she didn't say bitch. I added that part. But she said, I got you. And turned to run back through the house to her brother's room. My friend popped up from behind some boxes on the other side of the porch, confused at how I could have seen her. I turned back to look at the window, but the screen imprint was no longer there. So then, when I was in high school, my friend's mom sold the house. Somebody bought it, started renovations, and then abandoned the whole project. The house stood empty for over a decade. When my mom moved out of the neighborhood a few years ago, a friend came over to say her goodbyes. We got to talking about the neighborhood and how my best friend's house was still empty. This woman said, The weirdest thing happened a few weeks ago. We were sitting on the porch playing cards and an old man walked by. He stopped and he said, who lives in the yellow house? I said that someone owned it, but nobody had lived in it for over 10 years. The old man said, no, and nobody ever will live there again. That's the most haunted house in town. And then he just walked away. When I tell you I screamed, years of being spooked, justified by a weird old stranger wow thanks amanda for sending me that story those are i've talked about that on the show before those kinds of stories where it's like you hear someone you think you think it's your friend and then all of a sudden you find out your friend is, is was not that person it was a ghost and oof and like i said busy has a story very similar to that um so you know what let's just hear from busy now on with the show busy. How are you doing in this quarantine?
1: Roz, I've been better, but I'm healthy and here and everything's, you know, it's okay. Like every day is a different process, a different day. What about you?
0: Yeah, I'm doing, I mean, I feel so grateful that everything Ooh. could be way worse. Um, but I'm just, I mean, I think it's been like two weeks since I've um, you know, been anywhere? <laughs> anywhere?
1: Have you been taking any drives?
0: Any drugs?
1: No drives.
0: Oh <laughs> Jesus. No, no drugs or drug. I mean, drives a little bit. I mean, grocery store a few times. There was. I went to the grocery store two days ago. There was a straight up bouncer outside. Um, but stocked up. Um, what going was he for walks.
1: doing? Is he taking people's temperature?
0: No, just like making sure there weren't too many people going in at the same time.
1: Oh, I I, I like keep forgetting that driving makes me feel normal. And also, like I grew up in Arizona and then I moved here when I was 18 for college. Like I, 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 I have driven forever. You know, I'm just like one of those people that like I've spent so much time in my car. It makes me feel really comfortable yeah. and safe, weirdly and um and so yeah like getting out and driving around the city is kind of imperative although yesterday when I did it I got very very sad and it was it was kind of overwhelming because it was it, just so weird
0: is it like ghost town yeah.
1: vibes it's a little ghost town vibes and then like um I drove past moza at the time when people were lining up the restaurant workers who'd been laid off they're feeding restaurant workers who've been laid off there every evening and mm-hmm. people were like waiting in line like 6 feet apart and it just felt like very apocalyptic and weird and then a lot of businesses have a like on Melrose like a lot of the stores legit, like, boarded up, you know, to, like... Oh, God. Yeah, think,
0: the, like, small businesses and stuff.
1: and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think they're just trying to protect themselves, and then and then, like, a lot of restaurants had giant signs, like, we're open for takeout and delivery. Call this number, you know. It just made me... I don't know. just bummed me out. Yeah.
0: But wait, I want to talk to you about ghosts. Sure. That's what this is all about, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, you're in your beautiful home, which I've um I had the honor of house sitting for you before and yeah. I know because I know me that when I first house sat for you I definitely asked you is your house haunted because it's a beautiful old historic mm-hmm. Hollywood home mm-hmm. and um I I recall you saying no and I okay. stayed there for like a summer and it and I did not get ghost vibes. There's but, no good
1: vibes no Mm-mm. there's one weird thing that happened in this house once but that I don't know what that was. Like, I'm unclear what that was. And it could have been... Now, see, this is like where I get into my weirdness because I'm, you know, a lady who grew up in Arizona and lives in LA. But um, that could have been like a weird energetic thing with Birdie and some sort of past life. My daughter, Birdie, who's um, almost 12, when she was two years old, she kept talking about the boy behind the curtains.
0: <laughs> oh my
1: god. In her in her bedroom. And it wasn't like it wasn't like a creepy um like horror movie where she was like constantly talking about it. She just like mentioned it a few times. And it she, and I was like very gently is he a nice little boy that is hiding yeah. behind the curtains and she's like yeah he's really nice you know like he's nice he's a nice boy little boy and I, Mark and I kind of talked about it and I was like because we had we've had two friends that have had like kind of demonic ghosts like terrible <sighs> shit happen and specifically like with kids in their houses um, yeah. one of them there was like a kid involved and then another one it was an adult and it was terrible but anyway and and so, like, as long as, I felt like as long as it was, like, nice or friendly, I kind of was like, okay, that's fine. I, You know, or, or because then I, then I was like, well, either it's, like, energetically something that was, like, kind of attached to her little spirit and it'll just go away. Or it's, like, an imaginary friend. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? I wasn't, because I'm very sensitive to that stuff. And I've never gotten like a
0: ghosty vibe. Yeah, me neither at your house. But I've, cause I also identify as a kind of sensitive person to that stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you, because of that, had like a bunch of experiences? Like, do you, have yeah. you been to places that can you yeah. like pick up? Like, you go to an old place and you're like, oh, there's a ghost here. Yes well
1: sure like f- certainly yeah i've like the the energy of a place can like i can feel like i can go into a place and read the energy um you know and if something's weird or off you know i always listen to myself too i'm like get the fuck out of here you know <laughs> like i'm yeah. not around. there's no reason to stick around
0: um, so what's like your ghost experience? What's, what's the first time you experienced what you believe to be a ghost?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the first time that I had like a proper, proper ghost, um, as opposed to just having like prickles on the back of your neck or like feeling weird or feeling like someone's watching you or, you know, whatever those things are in different places, hotel rooms or, you know, different, whatever, wherever you have it happen to come upon those, those things. Um, was when I was in college. So 20 years ago, 20 years ago, I did a summer
0: program with... were would you Oxford go Pepperdine?
1: No, but close. Other way, I went to Loyola Marymount University here
0: in Los right. Angeles. Right, okay. I knew
1: that. Um, and the summer after my freshman year, I went to the Oxford School of Drama summer program for American university students. And... uh. I was staying, the the Oxford School of Drama used, in the summertime used the dorms that Stanford University used during the year for their students who were studying abroad. So it was, oh my God, are you ready for this? This is my photographic memory. It was 65 High Street in Oxford, England. And and it was this huge kind of like dormitory-ish building, but kind of maybe more like, I don't know, like kind of like an apartment building that had been configured into. I don't, I don't literally don't know the history of the place, but when you went in, there was there was a kitchen and there was like a living room space, and then there was a kitchen, and most of the students were to the left. There was like a stairway, and then there were a bunch of there were like two or three floors of rooms to the left. But to the right, there was like a small little stairway off of the kitchen, a spiral staircase that went up. And on one floor was a bedroom with a bathroom. And on the second floor was just another bedroom, like up up above. Um, And I was assigned to that top floor with my roommate, a girl that I met there named Vanessa. And then there were two girls below us and we shared that little bathroom. And we kind of were like, oh, this is amazing. Like we got the suite, you know, like we're all we're mm-hmm. by ourselves, you know. Clearly it was some sort of, I guess, in an old tiny building. Like maybe it was like a maid's quarters or the service thing, whatever. Were so, you getting vibes? I mean, I was real jet lagged. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. When I first got there and I was a college student and I was super excited to just be there. And I can't remember specifically if I had any initial vibes or, or reservations about it. Like instantly if I was like, huh, that's weird. Um, I can't remember, but what then ended up happening over the like four-week program was just a progressive series of ghostings to me, <laughs> to me, the girl Vanessa, and then the two girls that live directly below us. Um, so it started off like just weird, I, th- I would say like weird stuff, you know, like things would be moved that you wouldn't, Uh, you know, you could have sworn I left my notebook and my pencil right here, you know, and then it's like gone. And then it's weirdly under the bed. Why would it be under the bed? Okay. uh, Whatever. Fine. Maybe I was drunk. You know, we were hitting the pubs hard is all I'm going (laughs) to say. We were 18 and we were in, you know, England. Um, And then there, we had, okay. So you have to, Roz, you have to understand too, this was like what, 90, summer of 98 yeah it was like the summer of 98 so just sorry to take you that that far back you weren't even born yet but
0: um Wait, when were you on dawson's creek i thought that was like
1: 2001
0: 99. 2002 2003
1: oh okay okay it ended in 2003 i was on the like the last two years i did the pilot of freaks and geeks in that too yeah
0: i time.
1: yeah i did the pilot of freaks and geeks in the spring of 99 And Mm. it aired, it started airing in the fall of 99. So, Mm. yeah. Is that right? Are we? No, 90. Yeah, spring of 99 and then it aired in 99. Right, right, right. So anyway, so back to the ghost. So um, then, oh, so we had a tape recorder. We were doing like all these weird voice exercises and we were trying to learn Chaucer and like a bunch of, you know, theater shit, like theater bullshit. And um, so we would bring... Do you use
0: any of that stuff these days? I use all of it. All of it. really? No. No,
1: but it was super fun and like, uh, you know, like a real fun summer. And I wasn't a kid, like I wasn't a rich kid who got to go to sleepaway camp or anything when growing up. So this was the only experience I ever had that was like that. And it was real fun, you know, yeah. we had a lot of time. Um and the classes were weird. And yeah, most of them just felt like bullshit. I mean we were doing like Shakespeare and Chaucer and yeah, breathing stuff and Alexander technique and all that stuff. That's like it's also those four weeks is basically the beginning, middle, and end of any formal training that I really had as an actor. <laughs> so so I so I just um I hold on to it, Rob. I hold on to it. So we would bring these tape recorders to class to record either the proper pronunciation of the Chaucer things or I can't even remember why we had to bring them or if it was some technique thing we would take notes on. And one night, Vanessa and I were listening back to one of the recordings on like a little, um, yeah, like a little tape deck thing in our room. And it started doing like, I mean, like from a movie, like a, like slowed down the tape and it just kept getting like slower and slower. And we're like, what the, I'm like, well, it just needs the, it's, it needs batteries. It obviously just needs batteries. And then we looked and it was plugged into the wall. Like it didn't need batteries. There was no reason (laughs) for it to do it. we stopped it, started it again, totally normal. And then it just would like, Start progressively getting like it was so fucking creepy, and we were getting your
0: voices, right?
1: Yes, and we were getting like progressively creeped out, and like, oh, this is something is doing this. Like it was just very clear something was doing it. Yeah, and then we got like very scared, and we like ran out of the room. Okay, one night I was in my bed. And Vanessa's bed was like over across the room and we were going to sleep and I heard her saying something and I was like, what? Like Vanessa, are you talking to me? What? And she was like, what, what do you want? I was like, Vanessa. And she's like, busy? And I was like, what's happening? And she's like, wait, where are you? I'm like, I'm on my bed. And she's like, what? Who's on my bed?
0: <sighs> oh, god! Yeah,
1: I was next to the light and I like got up and like put the light on and she was freaking the fuck out because she basically some felt someone come sit down on her bed and she was like talking to me. Like she thought it was me.
0: Oh, that's the bed. worst.
1: Yeah. And then she says she like moved her knees up and like hit something, you know? And that's, and she was like, what? Like, that's when she kind of was louder. And when I was like louder and said, Vanessa, what are you doing? You know, whatever. And turned the light on and there was no one there. Um, So that was very, very
0: creepy. Did she say like, what did, like, did it sound like you? I mean, was it a woman?
1: No, she didn't. She didn't say that they were talking. I don't know. She didn't say that they were talking back. No, the energy was very male. I'm telling no, it was a dude. It was definitely a man, but it was mostly like, mostly it was like, just like that was scary. And the tape recorder was kind of scary. Mostly it was like moving a lot of stuff around. Then after that night we freaked out. We like slept with the light on whatever. The next day, we went down and we talked. we talking to the girls in front of the bathroom, the girls that were living below us. And we're like, "This is going to sound weird." It had been we'd been there like two weeks. We had a, we'd probably like two weeks left to go or something. This is going to sound weird. Have things been going missing? Have you been losing things or things? What's happening? You know, we've been experiencing all this weird stuff, and they're like, "Oh my god! Thank god! Yes, we thought we were losing our fucking minds." Like. Yes and they list they have a, like a whole list of things that had happened to them. No one else in the house had like experienced anything, right? But th- just in that little corridor and we were all talking about it. I was like, "Who the fuck is this ghost? They need to get the fuck out of here." And just then they had those kinds of um pull down blinds, you know, the um like a Roman shade kind of blind thing. Yeah every single one in the girl's bedroom flipped up at the exact same time and started like around on the, on the like curtain rod.
0: Oh my God. That's such a horror movie scene. Yes.
1: But like four of them and we all screamed and we ran down the stairs and we ran out into the courtyard. We're like, boys, we're smoking or whatever. And we're like, Oh my God,
0: it's (laughs) hot
1: (laughs) <laughs> and um, and I think that I did something. Like, I think I talk, tried to talk to the ghost and was like, we're just theater students. I'm from LA. Like, just please be chill. I can't deal with this. I'm already a bad sleeper. And Vanessa had one more scary thing happen that that was like a sleep paralysis type thing again, where she felt like the ghost was like holding her down. And that's when I was like, all right, ghosts, like, you really need to leave us the fuck alone. Like, this isn't funny, and you freaked her out, whatever. Um,
0: but then So was, are you pretty, like, tough with that kind of stuff? Like, are you brave when it comes to a ghost? Because that's not yeah. where I come from. Like, yeah. I would be like, you win, I'm out of here.
1: Well, we had no choice, A. But yeah. also, B, you know, I felt like the ghost seemed fairly reasonable and seemed mostly, like, He was just fucking with us. And the stuff with Vanessa was the only stuff that was like, like out of line, you know? And I didn't know what her, I didn't know what his thing was with her. You never know. A ghost is weird. You don't know what a ghost backstory is. Maybe Vanessa looked like his long lost love. I don't know.
0: Right.
1: Um... And he wasn't interested in me, which, you know, I could take personally, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, did you? (laughs) I'm a different type of person. But, but, you know, yeah, it's just whatever. It seemed fine. Okay. There's a coda to the story, which is wild. Many years later, I want to say four years later, my... Then roommate Emily BB, who's been my friend since we were children, was dating this guy here in LA. And at one point we started talking and he went to Stanford. And I was like, oh, that's funny. I, I don't I don't even know if I know anyone who really went. One summer I went to the Oxford School of Drama and I stayed in the dorms. <laughs> you're gonna know obviously. And he's like, I studied abroad at Oxford. I was there one year. I'm like, oh my God, that's crazy. Where did you... So 65 High Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where did you live? And he's like, well, if you walk in, you know how there was like the living room and the kitchen. And then there were like these two weird rooms above. Did anyone live in those rooms? And I was like, no, you're fucking with me. I lived in that room. And he's like, How is the ghost? <gasps> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And he's like, yeah, the ghost is famous. Like that's the ghost. The ghost lives there. And he had stories of like, the ghost take it the ghost was obsessed with his doc martens and like would take his shoes always and like move his shoes and um like hide them and one time he found them literally like basically like in the ceiling like inside you know like us he had like move just like totally insane things um and yeah oh that was God. like that was when I truly was like full body shivers I was like I can't believe but also what are the chances
0: that you know, five Wait, years Wait, what was the address again?
1: I think it was 65 High Street is what I'm almost positive. Let me look.
0: Oh, my God. I wonder if there's anything on the internet about who that ghost is.
1: Oh, my God, Roz. I've never even thought to Google. Um, sometimes there were things that happened pre-proliferation of internet and Google search the, then it becomes just like a thing that you talk about or whatever and you don't ever think to like look the person up on the internet or facebook or you know what i mean like
0: yeah sure i mean i think the longer the longer you spent in a world where that wasn't a thing it probably doesn't like you know like that's most like my entire adult life you just google things
1: hey by the so, way Your girl has the best memory of all time. 65 High Street, Oxford, England is the Stanford house.
0: Boom. Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm looking, there's like a, you can look at it on Google maps. It looks cool. It is cool. Um, Okay. Wait, tell me another. So then a couple years later,
1: I was cast on. Dawson's Creek, which films in Wilmington, North Carolina. And, you know, if you've ever spent any time in the South, I mean, the South and the North uh, East are just very haunted. You know what yes. I mean? Like most people, I grew up in Arizona where everything's brand new. You know, nothing was built before like 1980. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, yeah. And like this house, I've been lucky in LA. My houses have all had really good, energy and luck. Um, you know, not too many sad, um, actresses haunting my houses, I guess. Um, but so anyway, I, Wilmington has a lot of ghosts. (laughs) It feels like, you know, as the South does, I couldn't sleep in Wilmington like ever. Um, it was really, really, uh, there was something About it. Like, downtown Wilmington was just energetically really bad for me. And when I first went there, they put us up in this old hotel. And yeah, I just had a lot of just feelings. Like, it just was just bad stuff. And I couldn't quite place it. Then it became clear that I was like definitely staying as a regular, like, new character. And so I had to get an apartment because they weren't going to pay to put me in this hotel forever. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: I found a house that was near downtown. I, everybody else in the cast lived out at the beach, but I was like, I mean, to be totally honest, it was just too expensive for me at the time. You know, I was like, like a struggling actress, you know, this was like post freaks and geeks, but I just wasn't making a ton of money. So I was looking for something like a little bit cheaper and I wanted to be able to walk downtown where I could get food and go out drinking and not have to drive. I mean, this is pre Uber, pre taxis. I don't know. Anyway, um, it seemed to make sense. So I found this big old um, like kind of Victorian house that had been split up into four apartments, two downstairs and two upstairs. And a couple owned it and they seemed really, lovely. And someone th- that somebody knew on the production crew, I think, um, knew one of the other tenants, if I remember correctly, I think. Um, so it seemed like a good, I don't know. It seemed like a good choice. It was also just like, it was available and I didn't know how to really do anything at that point. Like I just wasn't a human really yet, you know, like I was a kid basically, and. Um, And so I rented the bottom floor apartment. It had two bedrooms and a really big kitchen and then a living room. And the thing that was like a little bit weird was that it had two um, entrances. Like, so they had split the house into four apartments, but you could go in the big, beautiful front door of the house and then, and there was like a stairway up, you know, and there were like the two doors up there that you could enter into the apartments there. Or there were two doors downstairs and mine was to the left. And then to the right, there was another one. Okay. And, you know, I have to say like, when I moved when I moved in, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't remember if I felt anything weird. I just remember the whole experience for me was very isolating and lonely and kind of sad. So I felt like this is as good as it gets. Like, I don't know. I just felt like it was just, it was what it was. And I was just going to suck it up and it was going to be fine. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. Were you like shooting every day or what was your life like? Were you spending a lot of time in there? I was
1: shooting a fair amount, I would say, But I, I was, no, but I had a lot of time off, but not enough time to fly back to Los Angeles where like my boyfriend and my friends and, you know, everybody that I knew and loved was, you know, So, so there was a lot of time that I feel like I was just kind of on my own and, um. Yeah, and it was just really it was it was kind of lonely. Like Michelle and I became really good friends there. Um, but you know, she at a certain point had got a boyfriend. And then um at some point I could never sleep. I don't I don't even know what to tell you. It was like something was bad. It was just bad. And um and shit started happening. And and then it was like I had to just get. I had to get real drunk in order to fall asleep. Like I couldn't, I couldn't be, I could not be um, sober. Like I was just, it was, it was like a dark time.
0: And you definitely um, think it was because of the place you were living?
1: Yeah. Well, so, um, so I would hear walking in the hallway, in that shared hallway. Like, a heavy walk, like someone is being weighed down, you know what I mean? Ooh, okay. and, and it would happen really late at night, like um, three in the morning, like three or four in the morning. So even if I had fallen asleep, um, I would be woken up a lot of times. I called the police, like, multiple times. Like, thinking really? That, yeah, thinking that there was somebody, like, in the hallway. Oh, because this is what I had forgotten to explain to you. So um, there was, so we had the, like, those, that front entrance, but the owners of the place, like, preferred not to use it, and they preferred for people to use, the back from like, there was like a parking lot out back that would have been like a backyard or something, but they just turned it into like a parking area for the tenants. And um, and uh, they preferred pe- people to just use their back entrances, which is what everybody did. So everybody just kept the front entrance door like locked, the the big one, and mm-hmm. then nobody used those like front doors. Am I making sense? Does this like,
0: yeah, okay. But how many people would you say were living there? Well,
1: that's the thing. It's, like, I think that it was supposed to be, like, you know, there were four apartments. And when I, when I rented, agreed to rent the place, I, the people that were, like, the owners were living upstairs, and then there was someone living next door to me and I think there was one empty but then that person next door to me like moved out and then it felt like I think the people that owned the house like had a beach house and so they would be out at the beach house a lot you know Mm, okay so then then I was like essentially
0: on my own and those people never said to you like just so you know this place is haunted no which I no. think is an asshole move. I mean, I get it. You're trying to look for tenants to pay the rent, but like, come on, you gotta say something. Yeah, I think I just found it.
1: So anyway, um, so I would hear this like walking and then it sounded, this is gonna be crazy. So then I would like sneak out of my bedroom like as quietly as I could and go to where that door was. Not the door that went out back, but like the door that went to the shared hallway uh-huh. and I would listen for obviously like whatever it was, you know, if it was a You're
0: person. Brave.
1: I'm not fucking around. I wanted to know what I was up against. Do you know what I mean? So, um, so a couple nights this happened where it sounded like, so. okay, I'm just going to do it. I'm wearing, I, I wonder if you can hear me. It sounded like someone wearing like Like okay, some Foley.
0: New,
1: yeah, Foley, guys. Foley artist. Um, <laughs> listen, we all have to explore new career uh, careers That's right now. That's how I feel right uh, now. <laughs> so, so it sounded like, to me, it was a woman. And it sounded like she was wearing like a heeled boot or something like that.
0: Sickening.
1: And then I started hearing the crying. <gasps> oh. And it was just like a soft cry. Like, someone who was, like, crying distantly. And um, it was real fucking creepy. It was terrifying, actually. And and at one point, I remember thinking that I had heard, like, sort of, like, chains.
0: Did you open the door?
1: No. I was never that brave. I looked through the little people. I had a little people. I didn't see anything.
0: But you knew it was a ghost, like, in your heart.
1: Yes. Yes. I knew it was a ghost. I knew it was haunted. I was like, I always felt like I was being watched. Like I was always being watched. And and I became like, I mean, truly it was a descent into madness for me that like living in that house. Like I was getting so drunk just to fall asleep.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I just was like terrified, like like 100% of the time terrified. And um, I tried to find somebody to live with me and um, no one could live with, like no one, I didn't have anybody. I didn't really know anybody. And then um, my roommate from college, Diana, came out and stayed with me and she was going to stay with me till the end of the year like the end of the shooting season. And then she, there was like, she had a personal tragedy and she had to leave. It was just like a very bad vibe. And um, and it was this thing, like whatever it was. And I always thought, like I tried, at the time I remember trying to look into it. Like, I'm going to solve this mystery of this house and who this like weeping woman who would be walking the halls between three and four in the morning. Yeah. Um uh, is, but I never could figure it out. And I couldn't really like, and I didn't, I I mean, I remember trying to commune with that ghost as well and just say to her, like, I'm sorry, you're in so much pain, but like, that's not my journey. Um, but it, you know, but it like, but it weirdly did become my journey. Like I was, it like, it was, it was not a good it was not a fun loving oxford england like prankster
0: it was Which, like, was it like every single night
1: <sighs> no i mean the feeling it depended like if i could if i could get if i could drink enough to pass the fuck out if i could i tried moving bedrooms i tried like sleeping in the other bedroom it didn't work i didn't know what to do and again i was like a kid that was like i mean i wasn't a kid but i was 21, 22. And I just sort of was like, didn't really know how to do anything kind of in a weird way. Yeah. No, I get well, you what you mean. When you're 21, you know what I mean? You're just learning. Like if that totally. were now, I mean, a hundred percent, if I like showed up on location, like night one, I would be like, oh, this isn't going to work for me. Sorry. Bye. Like, you know, and I would have gotten out of it and moved, but I had signed a lease agreement like I and I was ex, I, I was like lucky to be on that show and I didn't want to have any problems you know I didn't want to be a problem and cause the production to like have to try to get me out of the lease I don't know I just I just was like I'm just going to suck it up I'm just going to take it and um you know I probably it would do things differently now. But like as a 21, 22 year, 23 year old, I sort of was just like, I don't know. I just went with it. I just went with the the depression of it. And yeah, and it was really, it really pulled me into this like crazy dark depression and weird space. And it was just not health. It was not good. And toward the end of the season, so after Diana had to leave and move back um, to LA, or San Diego, actually, weirdly, um, a person did, like a couple, did move in downstairs, and then it got a little bit better. Um, mm. but I feel like whatever it was was alone and was a woman and was really, really sad and had a connection to me like wa- like some sort of something with me and wanted me to either like know the pain feel the pain be aware of the pain which I did I fully 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 did yeah it sounds like it sucked yeah it was terrible and so then and so then obviously I never I did not rent that house the next season the following yeah. year and it was just a wholly different experience like it was so much better not living in that house um and I don't so, think I wrote about, so to I hear
0: think I more about, about this time i should be uh, right now on amazon ordering your book
1: <laughs> Sorry. i so, but you know what i was just going to say i don't think i put the ghost story in the book because i felt like that would just conf- it was just going to conflate things yeah i think i did cut it out Cause you know a little bit sometimes then you get into a ghost story and people are like oh all right roll you know high roll
0: but not on this podcast not here us but it did it
1: was definitely like it was a part of the thing that was like driving me like slowly crazy there. You know, I was, I was so lonely. Maybe that was it too. Like, you know, you think about energy, right? Like maybe there are some spirits that just like they fucking sense the energy of the person and they show up accordingly. And, um, and I think like I was just giving off just a real sad, lonely girl energy. And then, this ghost was like, have I got something for you? I'm
0: gonna drag <laughs> the lonely chain. girls together.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna drag some chains and and weep softly and like walk and those with those heels. My turn of the century high heels. And like, yeah, I know. It felt to me like in my head, she was a woman wronged and maybe murdered. I don't know.
0: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: Well, do you want to hear some ghost voices? Sure. And then I got to go get my kids dinner.
0: Okay. 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 Um, All right. It's time for EVPs or EV please. Have you ever heard of an EVP? No. Okay. It's electronic voice phenomenon. It's when ghost hunters capture the voice of a ghost speaking. What?
1: Okay. Sure. Sure.
0: Yeah, I go to YouTube and um, I find EVPs and then I have my guests guess what they think the ghost is saying or what they think the ghost hunter thinks the ghost is saying. Got it. So this one is from uh, Arizona. It was posted on YouTube by someone named Del Che 2005. Mm -hmm. and it's in a remote mining community, ghost town in central Arizona. They did not uh, specifically say where. Oh, wait,
1: Um, wait, which one? What is it? What is it? Where is it? What, huh?
0: I don't know. It doesn't say specifically. It says a remote mining community um, that's in a ghost town in central Arizona.
1: Oh, my God. Wait.
0: What? Have you been there?
1: that place. There is this like ghost town that's like a mining town in central AZ that I, that has the creepiest fucking hotel that's super haunted.
0: Not cool. This appears to be some like old looking house. Okay. Anyway, let's try to figure out what this ghost is saying. (laughs) Um, So they're trying to figure out what the ghost name is. And then this is what it says. Could you hear it?
1: I mean, no, it sounded like it was
0: like blah, blah. Wait, let's hear it again.
1: What? That just sounds like somebody in a restaurant. I don't, I mean, what, I don't (laughs) understand.
0: (laughs) I know it's kind of hard over the phone. Um, Here, here, I'll give you some options. Is it A, regardless, regardless. Is it B, it's Jarvis it's Jarvis is it C I'm harmless you guys or D it's Charles in charge
1: Oh wait. <laughs> Jarvis Maybe it's Jarvis.
0: Jarvis that's what they say it's Jarvis okay wait here's one more this one's quick and it's really scary sounding so be You're warned cool. okay um So this person, their name on YouTube is Muttley Crew. I don't know if it's um, a dog thing. Um, Muttley Crew. Okay. They said, I went to the top of Mount Eldon in Flagstaff, Arizona, to overlook the city and check out the haze from the huge Wallow wildfire. I took several video clips and still shots looking down over Flagstaff, and out to the east, where the fire is burning out of control, I was really surprised to hear this particular clip, which was only less than two seconds long. I did not edit the length of the original clip. Okay, what is this s- scary demon-sounding voice saying? Did you hear that? Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it either. Let me play it again.
1: I want. I want. Shut the
0: what? Wait, let's try it again. Shut the man. Oh. Sure, oh. sure, sure. I don't
1: know. Sure, sure. Is sure, it
0: sure. a? A. My shoes are big. <laughs> B. Stupid bitch. C. Shoot the rabbit, or D. Susie the pig. I don't know. Maybe there was a pig named Susie. I don't think cool. it's so, any of them. Let's play it
1: again. Shoot the man. <laughs> Is that they an option? Think it's,
0: they think it's shoot the rabbit.
1: No, it's not. <laughs> No, it's shoot the man. If it's anything, it's shoot the man.
0: Yeah, Is shoot that an the option? Man. No, shoot but I think that actually does sound more like a... Oh, that's an EB play. Yeah, I think that's an Evie, please. Okay, busy. thank you so much for taking the time to do this with me.
1: Raz, I love you, and also I'm quarantined. What else have I got to do?
0: <laughs> I know. Well, hey, at least you're not in the haunted house.
1: I know. Well, that's good. We can look at the bright side.
0: That's I one thing. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Like, the sh- yes, that's terrifying now that I'm thinking about it. Oh.
0: So you get That'd to be in a be nice, so peaceful, no, no ghost ladies with high heels walking through your hallways. No. Oh, thank God.
1: All right, honey, just me, just me late at night, crying softly, wearing my <laughs> <Yeah>. heels.
0: <laughs> same.
1: That's actually, yeah, same.
0: Oh, I just love Busy Phillips, and I'm very honored that she was able to take the time to record this with me. So that was fun. And don't you guys worry, I am continuing to record interviews with people. And um, thanks to Starburns Audio and everyone there that is working so hard to make sure that we are still getting podcasts out to you guys. And thank you to you guys for still listening. I really appreciate it. So um yeah, like always, you can find me on Instagram, Roz Drezfules. I'm on Venmo, Queen Roz. Um you can find our Facebook page, Ghosted by Roz Drezfiles. If you happen to have a ghost story, that's a great place to leave it. Or you could leave it in a five-star review. You know, it really helps if you leave a five-star review or just rate the podcast five stars. Or just, you know, if you don't have a ghost story, just write something nice. Um and uh guys, I love you all both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye. A podca-
1: <clears throat> a podcast network.